You're listening to The Red Tales, the Red by Moddy Body podcast, which candidly celebrates the messy and iconic parts of our teenage years and our bodies. From juggling changing friendship groups, dealing with first heartbreaks, and waking up to changing body parts, our teenage years are filled with the most defining and often cringeworthy moments of our lives. Luckily, we're not alone. Red by Moddy Body is sustainable, easy to use period underwear for tweens and teens. It gives us the best protection against period leaks and stains so we can ditch pads and get on with living our best lives. I'm Sasha Meany, your host, and every fortnight I'll be joined by a young Aussie who isn't afraid to open up about the all too relatable moments from their teenage years and how they lived to tell the tale. There comes a point in all our lives when we have to take a bold step out of our comfort zone and leave the safety of home. For many of us, that step starts with our very first school camp, the endless, long bus ride to the middle of nowhere, having to stay in a room with six other kids, and sleeping on unfamiliar bunk beds can be a very confronting experience, especially if it's your first time away from home. The first time I went to a rehearsal camp, I was petrified. I didn't know anyone there, and the cast age ranged from about 10 to the late 20s. So I was surrounded by adults I was terrified of. Going on this camp was a huge step out of my comfort zone. But as the camp went on, I was able to make friends and I felt really supported by them. In the end, I'm glad I took this step as being surrounded by like-minded people who were really cheering me on, helped me to be the confident person I am today. Someone who understands what it's like to put herself out of her comfort zone and leave home for the first time is 22-year-old Eleanor Henderson. Today, she shares the tale of her very first school camp. Hello, Elle, and welcome to the Red Tales podcast by Moddy Body. How are you today? I'm great. How are you, Sash? I'm doing well. You're here to talk about your first time going to school camp. So yeah, I actually went to school camp in the UK, not in Australia, because I moved to the UK when I was about six years old. I was at boarding school. So it wasn't really my first time away from home, but it was more sort of, I just came to a new school, you're 13, and um, it was a new boarding school, and they took the entire year group, because no one knew anyone, to Oldswater in the Lake District for about a week. So it was a bunch of very like socially conscious, terrified, very young teenagers like camping in the Lake District in the middle of winter. Like, and there's been like a hurricane going on in like the north of Scotland or something. It's like dreadful, like torrential rain, thunderstorms. And we were like all these packs, like wandering around the Lake District, doing all these like orientation activities in small groups, trying to like make friends. It was an interesting experience. <laughs> and it was, really, I don't know, it was a wild, t- it was an odd time because everyone sort of just bonded insanely quickly. And we were doing like high ropes or like we went into this some like, caving situation you were underground we were in really small groups about six people and I guess the purpose was to get everyone to have a friend by the time school started like properly but yeah camp was fun that's pretty extreme camp stuff (laughs) it was it was yeah I mean it was a pretty extreme school I think it was like just no one knew anyone so it was their entire purpose was I guess, to ensure that the year group would work together. Because it was a full boarding school. So they wanted to make sure that we could, we could all live together and we could all spend time together um, without killing each other. So we, so we arrived in the Lake District and these, like, prison dorms, basically, like, of bunk beds, like, iron bunk beds. And, like, given your group. And then we had to, like, 
do everything for a week just with those like seven people. Yeah, the activities are just wild. <laughs> there was one night we went to, um, we had to go camping in this like, like the jungle, like, like this big forest basically. Like one of the boys' tents like flew off because of the weather. Like it was just insane weather. And someone had stolen the pegs from Cadian's tent. And so like, like 2 a.m., Cadian and Sam's tent went flying like in the ether. And like no one knew where to go on. So we were all like up. And, like, it's like a bunch of the, like 13-year-old kids like wandering around with torches trying to find this tent. It's like a hurricane's like a few miles away. And we're like trying to like, but, yeah, it was interesting. You made very close friends very quickly. And they did, they did stay friends for like the whole time there, which was at school, so. That would have been nice to kind of help you like ease into. So important. I mean, it's, yeah. It's so terrifying, I think, being completely separate from like, we're so dependent on like social structures and people we love, like things we know, routines. Like when you're away from all of them, it's ter- like, terrifying. <laughs> so even having just one, one of those there, like someone you have known for a long time, is so helpful. Like a buddy that like you can kind of like, you're like, oh, we can talk about how uncomfortable we both are yeah. and then just get over it. And also how like the safety of, I guess, so having a buddy there that you can talk to and can, I guess, like deal with the whole situation comfortably. So someone you're comfortable around to like stress to and to talk to is really helpful. So you said that you moved to England for boarding school. Yeah. So what was that like? Like was your, where was your family at that time? So my parents travel a lot for their work. So um, England was the, my, my father was, had gotten the opportunity. So we moved from Australia to the UK when I was six. And I have a twin brother, so we went together. Yeah, began boarding on and off from about seven. And we're like fully full-time boarding pretty soon after that, which was, yeah. I think on paper sounds quite terrifying. But again, having Rex there, having like family with you the whole time makes it, a lot easier but also I think people are so adaptable that it becomes like home can be created so quickly so I think this idea of like homesickness like it's so in the moment and so overwhelming but then so quickly it goes away because like you find structures and you find people you enjoy and you find an environment that you can thrive in pretty quickly. Do you ever get homesick still like now like like that was obviously you were a lot younger. Do you ever still experience the same feelings that you had when you were a teenager and kind of? Yeah, homesickness, I don't think ever goes away. I mean, I spend probably the majority of my life away from home at this point. And there's never been a moment where I'm in a new environment that I'm not terror. Like in the moment of arriving there, I think it becomes really easy to, I guess, like define yourself and who you are by what's around you, like the people you love, like your routines, your social structures, whatever it may be. So when you're completely extracted from that and you lose sort of touch with all of that, it's really confronting one, just being with yourself and having like experience who you are, trying having to fully see who you are and and I guess sort of unravel that, but also missing all stability. And like that never goes away. Like you're never not gonna wanna see your parents and like wanna like know what to do. Are you somebody um, you would say that like puts yourself puts yourself out there like in those situations on purpose do you kind of have you learnt to thrive yeah it's really addictive I think once you're in, I don't know I, I like to go to places that you're probably not meant supposed to go to like um, <laughs> like the Middle East I know like hitchhiking around like Palestine or whatever it might be you know I, it does become if you're someone that enjoys risks once you've experienced that type of risk it becomes quite addictive I'm not sure 
school camp is the gateway drug to that. But um, I do think you you find that part of yourself when you experience it the first time. And that could be a school camp or that could be know, going to boarding school, whatever it might be. But also um, like what you were saying about, you know, you had a buddy, you had, you learn to like mm. put yourself out there like with support. Like you don't go to those places without having told somebody first that you're going there. 100%. <laughs> It's really important. But yeah, yeah, allow yourself to seek comfort and to ensure that your own safety in whatever that may mean, whether it's like emotional safety or physical safety. I think like, and like emotionally, it's always I think helpful to have either like a parent to call or someone right there with you that you've known that you can be with. But yeah, prioritize yourself. That's important. <laughs> it's very important. Yeah, and being in boarding school and stuff like that, how did you kind of take care of yourself when you were emotionally like feeling maybe, you know, not 100%? What would you do to like, you said calling your parents? I'm really lucky in regard to like, whenever I felt completely out of sorts or in whatever situation, I've always had my parents to call. Um, they're that, we're that type of family, I suppose. They've always, I know, prioritized communication I think having a parent to call is so vital for me in regard to like feeling secure and knowing that I can like jump off the cliff if I can call mums and falling down <laughs> and that she will send a parachute eventually and it'll all be okay hopefully quickly um, hopefully quickly that's the thing yeah having people that yeah having a parent to call also I think just I know this sounds silly but meditation and like I think centering yourself and sort of I think trusting yourself finding I guess a an internal sanctuary or something a, a place in yourself where you can go that you feel safe and like whether that's meditating or just going to a happy place or I don't know, music playing I know, finding different outlets where you can just cut out the rest of cut out your fears and like be in who you are for a moment is um, really helpful and when did you, like, how did you first kind of develop those skills? Because you're somebody who, you know, you're very calm. You're very, like, I'm <laughs> not... It is what they said. <laughs> but you're, you're like... Zen-like. You're crazy, but you are zen-like. So how did you kind of develop those skills? Was it an independent thing? Yeah. I know, yeah. People often describe... I'm very, like, <laughs> very high energy, but pretty low maintenance is probably... I think you're forced to be adaptable when you're always put into different situations. And um, you will be throughout your life. I think mine are probably more radical than most people, but I think I've never, I don't know anyone that hasn't experienced sort of being thrown out of their comfort zone repeatedly across like, their first 21 years of existence. And um, you're, first, you're forced to adapt to the situation. My, I developed my, I guess, my methods of dealing with homesickness because I was always away from home pretty quickly by the time I was like 13 years old like that was an easy thing to do when you went on your first school camp and when you first went to boarding school and you were faced with like leaving home like how did you feel because by now when you put yourself out there you know those you have those skills you know like what you can do to kind of center yourself but prior to that what was your feeling I'm not someone that gets scared so when I first went to boarding school and school camp I wasn't necessarily terrified that I was going to need to adapt. I don't really think forward very well. So my method's always been to 
act as if everything's going to be fine, and it will be fine. <laughs> which it sounds silly and dangerous, but I'm still alive. I'm here, which is great. And also, I've never really found that um, anything's gone wildly wrong. You know, if you're always in the headspace that you can figure it out, and if you always, I think, find an internal, find a confidence in yourself that like you will, you will thrive no matter what. And I think that's always been my mentality. And, um, you know, that causes issues and, like, I forget things and problems and, you know, chaos. Well, I'm hugely impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, thank you so much for sharing, Elle. If you've never heard of the term comfort zone before, let's break it down, shall we? Your comfort zone is a space in your life where your behaviours fit a pattern that minimises stress and risk. Simply put, when you're in your comfort zone, you'll feel safe, secure and in control because you're familiar with the environment, the people around you or your routine. Your comfort zone can be a physical place, like your own home or your cosy bedroom, but it's also a state of mind. For example, if you've played football since you were five, then the way you feel when you kick the footy around is in fact a comfort zone all of its own. While comfort zones can feel well, comfortable to be in, there are times we have to venture outside. Literally, metaphorically or otherwise. Think about the time when you made the move from primary school to high school. By the time you hit grade six, you probably ruled the school, had a bunch of friends since prep and knew exactly when the bell rang for recess. Oh yes, grade six was the life. But then, pot twist, you entered high school And you have to be the new kid all over again. You may be feeling really anxious rocking up to the first day, not knowing who anyone is, where to find your classes or how to do the homework. That stressful feeling of not knowing what's going to happen and not being in control was you stepping out of your comfort zone. So you may be wondering, if you're comfortable in your comfort zone, then why ever leave? Moving out of your comfort zone is scary because it involves a lot of risk and uncertainty. Psychologically, our bodies try and seek out comfort as much as possible, and they aren't huge fans of risk, which is why we feel so naturally and passively uncomfortable when we try anything new. But the lightning bolt moment, moving out of your comfort zone really is the only thing that helps us to change and grow for the better. If we've always stayed in the same place all the time, we wouldn't get to try new things and experience all the cool opportunities life has to offer. We may never travel overseas, meet awesome people, discover tasty food, or figure out what we're passionate about. So here are some simple ways we can break you out of your comfort zone. Try incorporating something new into your daily routine. Perhaps eat something different for lunch every day. Or introduce yourself to someone from another class. You could even walk a different way to school or to work or try sitting at a new desk. Listen to different music. Go to the cinema by yourself. Another way is to try out new experiences. You can try out for different sports teams, audition for the school play, ask your boss if you can learn something new or take on a different role. Try period underwear instead of always reaching for pads and tampons. Remember friends, Your comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. Thanks for listening to The Red Tales, the Red by Moddy Body podcast. 
If you enjoyed tuning into today's episode, related a bit too much to the story, or learned something new, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. If you're curious about how Red by Modi Body Underwear protects you against period leaks and you'd love to give it a try, visit the Red by Modi Body website at modibody.com red. You can even join the Red Squad by signing up on our website to receive exclusive VIP offers. Because you've tuned into our podcast today, we're giving you a special offer that's exclusive only to our podcast listeners. Simply use our special code PODCAST and you'll get a 10% discount on any red product, excluding bundles. Lastly, to keep up with all things red, make sure to follow us on Instagram at redbymodibody. Remember, life is messy, but your period doesn't have to be.